Sinead, thank you so much for being here today in your adopted hometown of London. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We've uh, bonded over the past month uh, over Skype about your Irish roots and my Irish heritage. Indeed. <laughs> the conversations were in San Francisco my time quite early, and I had coffee your time later in the day. I still had coffee. Okay. <laughs> Um, well, you've been with General Electric for quite a long time. How many years has it been, and what is your role today? Sure, and folks, I'm very conscious that I'm what stands between you and Eric Reese, so, so no pressure there. Um, but listen, I'm just extraordinarily excited to be here. Um, I'm really excited to be part of GE um, as we strive to become the world's premier uh, digital industrial organization. And I think, listen, this is an organization that's 125 years old. It started with a light bulb. And now, since then, we've been revolutionizing, we've been defining modern productivity in aviation, in power, in transportation, in healthcare, in oil and gas, and now in digital. So it's an extraordinarily exciting time. So I am the Fast Work Skills Director, um, as Heather mentioned. Um, I'm part of a small mission-based team that's responsible for or tasked with um, embedding FastWorks as the mindset and mechanics of how we work in the organization. So I've been with GE for 17 years. Um, I'm no newbie, um, but I have observed GE as it's evolved over that time. And I have to say, this is most definitely uh, the most exciting time I've experienced so far. Well, quite appropriately, the title of today's talk is The FastWorks Journey, Engaging 250,000 employees mm -hmm. in a cultural transformation. What is the driving force behind that transformation, and why should some of the organizations, uh, like in the audience here today, take heed? Yeah, yeah, most certainly. So uh, it's really interesting because we started hearing from our employees uh, and from our customers uh, that we were too slow, uh, we were too complex, we were too bureaucratic. And we really took a long, hard look at ourselves and really saw that, yeah, you know, we're slow, we're cumbersome, we're not agile enough. Uh, we need to be more efficient. We need to be more customer-driven. Uh, we need to take out layers from the organization and be uh, more empowering mm -hmm. and put accountability where it really should be. Now, the problem is you can't just train 250,000 people and, and hope this happens overnight, right? Um, it's, it's, it's a big deal, it needs a lot of thought, and you also need to create a sense of urgency and, and a, a compelling reason for change, right? Um, and for us, that was looking out into our industries, into our marketplaces, looking at our customers, and seeing uh, the disruption uh, and the change and um, just all of the things, the dynamics that were happening there, right? Mm -hmm. um, and we talked to some fantastic entrepreneurs and thought leaders like Eric, mm -hmm. um, who really helped us identify the behaviors, the principles, the tools, the skills, in order to work in a much more agile, uh, nimble, startup fashion, if you will. So we created FastWorks um, as a, a set of behaviors, uh, principles, and tools that would allow us to marry the speed and agility of a startup with the scale and resource of GE. 
And I think, you know, we've gotten to a point now whereby we're looking around us and we're seeing all of this volatility, um, this uncertainty, this complexity and ambiguity in our marketplaces. And we realize we need to continue working in this way, evolving the way that we work. And I really love this notion. Today, you will experience the slowest rate of change for the rest of your lives. Let me just say that again. Today, you'll experience the slowest rate of change that you will experience for the rest of your lives. That's a huge deal, right? Things are just gonna get faster, faster, faster. And at GE, our opinion was, we need to start disrupting before we are disrupted. That's powerful. And be before we get back to the story of FastWorks, I, I wanna ask you a question. Every now and then we get an executive or an innovation leader who comes to us with great urgency saying, help us lean startup company. We want to undergo a transformation within a quarter or, or some you know, very short amount of time. What would you say to that person? I would have a few things to say to that person. No, no, seriously though. Um, I think the first thing is, you know, you need to understand what you are solving for. Why are you actually undergoing this transformation? Um, what outcome are you seeking to deliver? Um, I'd also say to the person, look, this is messy. It takes time. It's not something that happens overnight. It's a journey of transformation and it's not a linear one. Right, And I think also, you know, fr from GE's perspective, we realized that you couldn't just jump into solutions. Mm -hmm. And again, this is really thinking about the testing, the learning, and the iterating. You know, if you cannot make sure that something is going to work for a test group of 100 people, it's highly unlikely that it's going to work for a group of 250,000 plus individuals. So it's really important that you scale slowly um, so that you can make sure that you are actually delivering value. Yeah. So we've talked a little bit about why it's important. Let's talk more specifics. If I'm an innovation leader, like many of the people here in the audience today, tasked with innovation at a large, complex organization, what does that really mean? Mm -hmm. Like, what does this cultural transformation mean? Okay, so as I said, you know, we, we started this journey uh, about five years ago, and it most definitely is um, a, a journey of discovery, a journey of transformation. Um, way back in 2012, when we started off, it was really about new product introduction, NPI, um, you know, process improvements and the likes. But we realized that as we, you know, tested, as we started implementing FastWorks, that it was actually more about a cultural change and that you couldn't really change the culture of an organization overnight uh, with one project or indeed with one person. So with that realization in mind, uh, we looked at doing other things. So for example, um, the decision-making architecture in the organization. If we are changing the way that we run projects, we also have to make decisions about how we invest in those projects in a different way. And that's when our growth boards came into effect. And our growth boards fundamentally act a bit like a VC board, um, lots of small bets uh, and metered funding, yeah. right? So then um, carrying on, on that cultural shift, that transformation journey, in 2014, uh, we introduced what we call the GE beliefs. And this is really the GE belief system that defines the, the behaviors uh, and the expectations of how we work 
as employees at GE. But if you're going to expect employees to work in a certain way, you're also going to have to hold them accountable for that, right? And we then needed to take a look at how we were measuring people. You know, what is the employee measurement system that we have in the organization? And we thought to ourselves, well, doesn't make sense to set priorities at the beginning of the year and then 14 months later, look back on what we did and decide whether or not we did a good job. You know, that is uh, the antithesis to everything we were trying to achieve. So we implemented a new performance development um, system, tool, process, mindset, if you will, uh, which allows us to um, implement more touch points throughout the year so that we can review our priorities, we can pivot or persevere where necessary, and we can hold people accountable for doing the important things and stop people doing the things that are adding absolutely no value to our customers or to the organization. And I think, listen, we have now gotten to the stage whereby FastWorks is the way that we work at GE, right? You know, we've, we, we've touched about 75,000 people across the organization, specifically with discussions, with tools, uh, with training, with immersions, etc. cetera. Um, so it's been a phenomenal, phenomenal journey. But I just want to also add in terms uh, of innovation, one thing that's really important to us as an organization is diversity. I think many of us will, will know that in order to innovate effectively, as many of the speakers have spoken about over the last couple of days, you need to have diversity in your teams. Um, you know, we need uh, diverse people to bring interesting and diverse ideas to the table. We need diverse leaders who can take those interesting um, ideas uh, and execute on that innovation. So one of the things that GE has committed to is hiring 20,000 females in technical roles by 2020, uh, which radically changes, it's 50% of the technical population of the business, radically changes the landscape from a diversity perspective. So really um, huge commitment from the organization to, to change the landscape and create something that's really ripe for innovation. Well, that's fantastic to hear. Uh, another thing I'm hearing is that Lean Startup is more than just about building products. You know, you mentioned performance development. What other key areas can you share with us uh, when we think about this new form of modern management? We can think about governance or perhaps growth boards. You mentioned metered funding. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, as I said, we leverage FastWorks at, at every level of the organization, uh, you know, from the, the leadership who are, you know, embedded with this um, to the, the middle management of the organization, to the grassroots population who are, are executing. So it's really, really important that the management are creating an environment that is, you know, safe, for example, to fail, as we were talking about earlier on. But also, FastWorks enables us to deal with this great uncertainty, uh, this great, as I mentioned, volatility, uncertainty, complexity, ambiguity that we're facing in all of our marketplaces. But I think also it's really important that the management are looking at this from the perspective of cultural change. You're looking at moving away from the traditional business rhythms. You're looking at moving away from, um, you know, core business metrics. You're looking at moving away from um, almost a, a, an addiction to being right. And what you're looking at doing is moving towards a company that's completely customer-driven 
um, that relies on rapid learning cycles, that creates that environment where it's safe to test, to learn, to iterate, um, that embraces empowerment, that, that, that you know, holds people accountable for focusing on doing the right things. So this is something that's being embraced across the organization. But just one thing to say about um, you know, management and managing people. This is not about uh, you know, the younger generation per se, or you know, how you manage millennials. I'll just give you a little anecdote. Um, there are four people on our small but mighty team. Uh, we have 60 years experience in GE. Right, so that sort of tells you something. It's not about the individuals. It's not about how long they've been in the business. It's really about the DNA and the passion that people have for working in a different way and for cultural change. I can hear the passion in your voice. <laughs> and, and speaking of DNA, let's back up to one of the first teams at General Electric, uh, one of the first FastWorks teams. Mm -hmm. And uh, who were they and what was their first MVP? Yeah, okay, so um, I think I will select first team um, was the Series X team. Um, this is a, a, a big diesel engine. Um, it's not software, obviously, so it uh, requires a lot of hardware, uh, requires factories, uh, requires a lot of tasks, activities um, that take time, that take effort, that take precision. Um, so this thing would probably take about six years to build, so pretty long cycle to get it into the marketplace. And, and word has it that our chairman got terribly frustrated whenever he talked to the team uh, when they told him it was going to take six years to get this product to market. Um, so by leveraging the Lean Startup and by, by leveraging FastWorks, uh, we really uh, looked at doing things that we had never done before. Right? So let's take a look at um, you know, all of those assumptions that are critical to the success of the vision for this product, launching this product into the marketplace. So the team looked at how they would then go out and test those assumptions in the cheapest, fastest, um, you know, uh, most effective fashion they possibly could. Uh, things like, you know, let's not look at five different segments. Let's just test this in one segment. Or let's take a product that's existing in one of our other segments and actually test it, leverage that product, um, you know, tweak the functionality uh, so that it's diesel driven. And let's test, you know, our our channel assumptions, our customer interest assumptions, etc. So the phenomenal thing was we got MVPs out into the marketplace in two years. And we had sales for 50 units of these things in that two-year time frame that we never would have gotten you know, before in that time frame if we hadn't sort of worked with, tested, um, and gotten out to our customers' early days. So it was a phenomenal achievement. So that first team found success. And then how did it grow from there? Yeah, so, so that was the first success. Um, we then tested it with another seven projects in that year. Uh, and whilst these were strategic industries uh, that we were testing in, we still wanted to start off small. We wanted to, to um, you know, get it right. We wanted to nail it uh, before we started to scale. Um, so uh, in addition to that, in order to support uh, those seven projects, we also looked at um, training internally a number of FastWorks coaches who would help support the team, who would help navigate the team through the mindset, through the mechanics and the framework of FastWorks. Was there a turning point when FastWorks went from small to big? Because seven teams for your organization is small. 
Yeah, and I think what we found was it doesn't really work like that. Um, you know, you, you, you test, you learn, you iterate, um, you take your data points, and it sort of compounds um, day after day, week after week, month after month. Your learnings just keep on growing. So there was no real aha moment, per se, um, but I think... Uh, you know, we did recognize most definitely that this was a, a, a culture shift and there were lots of different elements that we needed to focus on. Uh, and, you know, as I was saying earlier on in, in, in terms of um, the numbers of people that we were hitting, you know, 75,000 people now have gone through um, certain types of immersions, whether it's working on projects, yeah. um, whether it's uh, becoming a coach or becoming someone who can uh, facilitate the mindset across the business, lots and lots of different ways that this has been happening so no distinct small to big mm -hmm. but lots of learning lots of iteration lots of transformation and lots of cultural change I think a lot of people have heard the inspirational story how Eric went into GE for the first time as, as a youngster and spoke to leadership I want to talk more about how you scaled internally um, when we think about the leadership team and how the leadership team was identified, uh, the number of coaches and how they were identified, and then just growth in general and the number of people trained to date. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the, the leadership team were, were on board with this. Um, you know, we, we immersed them in the mindset, the mechanics, et cetera. And you know what? People like this, <laughs> you know, it makes sense. Um, it's not a, 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 you know, a, a, a huge stretch to realize why we want to change the way that we work and why we want to work in this way, especially when you consider um, all of the disruption, um, all of the technical change that we're facing into, all of our changing customer needs and requirements, etc. On the coaches' side of things, we had a really, really interesting journey because after those first few projects that, that we mentioned a little earlier, as we began to scale this, uh, we also began to scale the number of Fastworks coaches that we had across the business. Uh, these Fastworks coaches, as I mentioned, were necessary in order to navigate the project teams uh, through their projects, but also just to help people uh, from a mindset perspective uh, get on board, you know, helping teams teams, helping individuals uh, with both the mindset and the mechanics. So, um, you know, I think um, we scaled to about 80 uh, coaches in, in that first year, and there were no vanity metrics around this, right? We, we did the coaches thing in the same way as we did everything else. We tested, we learned, we pivoted, we persevered. So it was very important, again, that we didn't rush into creating uh, you know, this crazy cohort of coaches um, that just didn't have anything to do, so to speak. So we were very, very measured um, in terms of the folk that, that we brought on board. And now we have this global cohort of, as I mentioned, you know, a thousand either Fastworks coaches or people who are trained in spreading the, the mindset, if you will, um, across the business. Um, but also really important to say that the, the immersions, so the training that we gave our coaches has evolved over time as well as we've tested, as we've learned, as we've iterated. So, so that, that was quite key also. And one of the other important things that we do in order to maintain uh, you know, that passion yeah. that we want to see in the coaches, um, you know, we have regular rhythms with them to make sure that they're continually inspired, they're continually engaged, um, et cetera. And we work really closely with uh, 
the businesses, uh, with the lead coaches in our businesses, uh, to make sure that we are identifying the right people for these roles, uh, those people that have the passion, um, have the, the wherewithal, the DNA, uh, to, to be able to go out and, and embed this in the organization. So you have a thousand coaches trained. You say Lean Startup has touched 75,000 people in the organization. How far into the transformation are you? It's difficult to say because it is a journey, as I mentioned. Mm -hmm. You know, we will continue to, to iterate. We will continue to learn. Uh, we will continue to be committed to this cultural change. Um, but I think we just need to, um, you know, keep our wits about us and, and, and continue to pivot and persevere as, as appropriate based on what we learn. So it's time to give me the dirt. You must have run into some challenges. Uh, what haven't you figured out yet? What haven't we figured out yet? Um, Spill it. <laughs> so I think the beauty of FastWorks is um, that, well, with the beauty of hindsight, right? <laughs> I think the beauty of uh, FastWorks is you figure out as you go along, right? Again, uh, you start small, you test, you learn, you iterate, you pivot, you persevere. Um, that's the, the fantastic thing. On the challenge side, yes, of course, we have challenges. Uh, and I guess there are probably quite a lot of um, technical or, or scientific, potentially, people in the room. Um, we talk about the notion of emergence in the business. Um, emergence being the, the, the principle of self-organization um, that, I guess, explains how order is derived from chaos or how something simple can lead to great complexity. And in GE, we talk about the emergent era. And what we mean by that is we are experiencing a time whereby, you know, all of the old stuff, all of the systems and the processes and the mindset, you know, they're going away, but they haven't quite died yet. And at the same time, you have all of these great, fantastic, modern, technical, awesome things um, coming on board, but they haven't quite scaled yet. So we find ourselves in this kind of limbo state um, that's a bit messy and it's a bit chaotic and we need to be able to navigate that. Uh, but again, the beauty of FastWorks, it allows us to navigate that uncertainty um, by, you know, testing and, and, mm -hmm. and retiring the technical and the commercial risk um, that, you know, we are presented with. How do you tackle any skepticism? You know, there must be people who say, that lean startup stuff, like it's just the next flavor of the month. H how do you handle that? Yeah, I think, I mean, from the FastWorks perspective, that there, I think there are two things, right? And they are very closely linked. The first thing is relevance. You need to ensure that what you are doing I is relevant to the people in your organization. So whether that's, um, you know, your finance team or your product managers or your commercial teams or your marketing folk or indeed your lawyers, uh, as we were mentioning earlier on, right? This needs to be relevant for them. Um, and I think the other thing is, as I said, very closely linked is storytelling, right? Amplifying your successes or indeed your fast failures, but making sure that people are seeing you know, the impact that this has in the organization. And, and I, I think once you see that impact, there's really no denying the, 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 the value that it brings. Yeah, the storytelling piece really resonates with me. We think about our clients and we like to work with companies that want to share their story because uh, that, that story can be used internally and externally, it can help recruit new talent, inspire their peers. So that makes yeah, sense. Most definitely, most definitely. How do you, we touched on performance development, but how do you incentivize people to work in a new way? Because 
if I'm working at a big company and I'm invalidating my ideas, I might be scared about my job security. Yeah, so I mean, I think that the whole point of FastWorks is we are seeking to drive better customer outcomes, right? And the way that you do that is by focusing on the right things stopping doing things that don't add value. And the whole idea is when you can stop doing the things that don't add value, you can redirect your resources to focus on the things that are really adding value to your customers. There's no shortage of great ideas. There's no shortage of value add that can be brought to our customers. And there's no shortage of brilliant people in GE to be able to deliver that. Well, I can't quite see the clock, but I, I think we have time for one more question. <laughs> And that is, what does the future hold for FastWorks? Yeah, so I think, you know, as I mentioned earlier on, um, you know, this is a journey of transformation. Uh, as I said also, it's not a linear <laughs> journey of transformation. Um, so we will continue to test, we will continue to learn, we will continue to iterate, we will continue to have the customer um, at the front of everything that we do, because after all, um, you know, that's, that's where we need to be. We need to have that customer-driven organization. We need to make sure um, that customer validation trumps internal bias. Uh, and I think that's a really, really telling mantra um, for our employees to continue on that journey. Well, that is all the time we have for today. Uh, on behalf of Lean Startup Company, as well as our audience here in London, thank you so much for being here, and we look forward to following your journey. Thank you very much, and thank you very much, everybody, and it's been a pleasure. <laughs>